Well, here we are again. <laughs> we were just <laughs> we were just, we were just talking about um, it, trying to get, get a, the best smiles once we we come live, so uh, so we can get a, a thumbnail for afterwards. So I'm not sure if that makes any sense to anybody, but that's why you saw both of us grinning right at the beginning. So welcome everybody because again when, another week. When you does it when when youtube puts the thumbnail of the video up they they create they create a random thumbnail and yeah. the faces that barry and i they the way they've caught barry and i it it makes for great hilarity yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we try to do a nice smile a welcome smile for yeah. you know our, our one <laughs> yes well and of course uh, you know I, I mean i'm guessing it's it's uh artificial intelligence that chooses that screen grab for the thumbnail but it seems like the artificial intelligence if it has must have a sense of humor because it oftentimes picks the most inappropriate thumbnail of us you know our eyes are you know kind of closed our mouth is open and but anyways if you, if you want to laugh, go and have a look on YouTube at the webcast and you'll see yeah. a, a random selection of our facial expressions that don't do us yeah. much, much whatever. Yes. <laughs> so here we are again, meeting. Here we are. Here we are. Yes. Yeah. And uh, ye yesterday you were in Poland. Ish. Well, yeah, yesterday, yeah, well, exactly. Yesterday, Barry and I were both online at the same time, but we were doing different things. I was yeah. in doing a webcast in Poland, and Barry was doing a Barry and Larry show. Yeah. <laughs> <A> <laughs> Barry and Larry flow, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, so we were both we were both doing that yesterday evening. Um, which, and, yeah, it was good. It's, it was yeah. good to do that with my Polish friends. Yeah. And um, we, what are we talking about tonight? Did do we know? Well, we, we do. Well, we're going to start off by talking about remain, remain in my love. You know, which is it's kind of um, in a way, it's a bit of a continuation from last week, um, yeah. where we were talking about the Father Himself loves you. Um, mm. um, so yeah, remain in my love. That's yeah. that's the plan. Any announcements before we start up or anything going on that you want to? I'd just like to mention what's happened in our family today. Mm. Um, my dear aunt, who was 90 years old, my mum's only sister, my mum's 88, uh, my aunt was, ni was 90. Um, my aunt had a stroke about two and a half years ago and was living in a care home. Um, I've been taking my mum up every few weeks to visit her in the care home. And we went up a couple of weeks ago and my aunt was really not great and ended up being in hospital. Took my mum and the sister up on Sunday and we just knew it was time for our, our final goodbyes. Um, and really proud of my mum of the way she was there with her sister. Um, but just an hour and a half ago, um, my aunt passed away. And it's, there's a big party in heaven tonight mm. because she was a great saint and a lovely, dear person. Um, so her suffering is is over now and she's just enjoying the Father's presence. Mm. And I, Barry and I were saying just before we came online, we're talking about remaining my love and we're kind of thinking, yeah, you know, 
them up there, they know all about it. <laughs> you know, my aunt is really enjoying that experience of yeah. being in the center of our Heavenly Father's affection. Mm. So, you know, if you can just remember my mum, it's a big, it'll be big for my mum. Just remember my mum. She's 88 and this is her sister, her only sister, um, mm. just passed away. So if you do remember my mum, just pray for her and support her. That'll be, we'd appreciate that. So, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the news of today. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like we said earlier, there's never been a day in your life when you've never had your aunt there, right? Yeah. So this this is a... Yeah. This is a new um, step, and of course, it's a transition for her. But for those who are, are yeah. left behind, that's the the grieving, right? So, yeah. well, um, can I? Uh, you're you're going to start off, right? And and can I'll I kick off, and then kick off? You can, yes. Yeah, and then can I, if I can pray for you, and I, I just uh, just ask ask our family around in the world uh, who's on with us. Can you guys just join me and just praying for for Mark and yeah. his. His, his mom and, and just the whole family that just at this time. And I know, you. Mark, you, you have this incredible insight that God has given you in the, the love and the comfort of our Heavenly Father. And so, you know, we pray that in this time that that comfort mm -hmm. will be tangible, not mm -hmm. only for you, but for uh, your family. Yeah. So, Father, we, we thank mm -hmm. you that you are the, the Father of compassion and yeah. the God of all comfort. And even in this moment where Mark is sharing and, and he just received really, really hard news because even though Mark's aunt was, was not well and it was near the end, it's, it's just that it's that moment of loss. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just pray, Father, right now that you would just bring comfort to Mark and to Mark's mom and to the entire family and that there would be... Just love, the love that you have for each one would be tangible and that there would just be the, the just the substance of your love would just surround and comfort mm -hmm. each one. Yeah. And Father, we ask just for a, just a special, yeah, just a special impartation <laughs> yeah. to Mark even now as he shares in just having to deal with this loss and, and uh, yeah, just being courageous to say yeah i i want to continue on with the webcast tonight so we just pray a blessing as him as he shares and then of course we'll have a conversation but just and father would would each and every one of us have ears to hear what your spirit is saying tonight and may mm. the the revelation of your love and yeah. the ability to remain in your love to stay there to live in love mm. would that become a, a tangible reality for each yeah. one of us in jesus yeah. name we pray these things Amen. 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 All right. Thanks, bless Barry. you, mate. I'll see you in a whatever. Thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, so um just want to talk about that verse in John 15, verse 9, where Jesus says to his disciples, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Now, those are the words of Jesus, right? Jesus is saying those words to his disciples on the last night that he's with them. It's the, the last evening they're having a meal together and Jesus is 
once again <laughs> explaining to them what's going to happen they they don't really get it you know they, they just don't get it and they like we said last week they keep saying to jesus you're talking in riddles we don't understand what you're saying but yet this is a very very clear statement jesus says as the father has loved me so have i loved you see the love that jesus had for his disciples was the same love that the father had for him and we know from jeremiah where it's jeremiah 31 it says you know i have loved you with an everlasting love you know so the father's been loving us with a love that began way back in time in, in all of eternity before genesis and it's a love that will continue for us you know for all eternity after revelation and jeremiah prophesies and says i'm loving you with an everlasting love you see all of that eternal love from before genesis to after revelation is being poured into our hearts that's the reality that's what romans 5 verse 5 says you know god pours his love into our hearts by the holy spirit and of course jesus had experienced that love you know he was the son of god um you know when he was baptized the father said you know you are my my son i love you i'm proud of you he's just reaffirming really what jesus has known from before the beginning of time and you know we we kind of experience the father's love um in degrees you know um sometimes we f we experience it to a greater measure than other times um sometimes we struggle to feel loved but of course jesus always knew he was loved jesus lived in the the center of his his father's affection and if he if anyone knew what the father's love was like jesus did and you know he's basically saying to his disciples you know the love that i've received i'm passing on to you now remain or make your home in my love you know and he wants the disciples to know that they are loved in exactly the same way as he's loved that the same love the father has for jesus is the love that he has for us you know the very last verse of john 17 john 17 verse 26 jesus concludes his prayer to his father and john chapter 17 it's 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 called the high priestly prayer but it's it's really jesus just talking to his father and basically saying to his father father you sent me to earth to do certain things you know and i've done them you know i've revealed your name i've given them your word you know i've shown them that it's possible to be with me where i am you know that that whole chapter is really breaking down the religious mindset and jesus is just saying father you know you sent me to earth to do a, to do a job and i've done it it's job done and the very last verse and it's in that that part of the chapter that's um often headed up jesus prays for all believers which is us of course as well and you know these are the last words jesus says before he goes to the cross i've made known to them your name 
and I will continue to make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them. See, Jesus' parting words before he goes to the cross are, Father, I want them to know that they're loved just as I'm loved. You know, I want them to experience fully the full experience of the Father's love, just like I do. That's what Jesus is saying. You see, and, and then he's saying, you know, when you begin to experience that love, you will want to make your home in love. You know, remain. Another word for remain is dwell. You know, dwell in my love. Be at home in my love. And, you know, Jesus is saying to his disciples, look, I've been loved by the Father. For all of eternity, I've been loved by the Father. I've, I've passed that love on to you. You've effectively been loved. As I've loved you, the Father has been loving you. Now make your home in love. You know, Romans 5 verse 5, as I've already said, you know, God pours his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. You know, he wants us to live in that flow of revelation, that flow of life, that flow of love, so that we really know that our home is love. You know, John says in his first letter, God is love. You know, full stop. That's, that's it. That's who God is. He is the full and perfect and complete representation of perfect love. And he pours, when, he, when, when Paul says in Romans that he pours his love into our hearts, what he's doing is he's pouring the full expression of his nature, personality and character into us so that we become like him. Now, of course, Jesus experienced that in its totality. He'd lived in his, that love for all of eternity. We, of course, kind of go up and down a little bit, you know, and it's like sometimes, some days we, we really know that we're, lo we're loved and other days we kind of struggle. And that's because, you know, there's probably still a little bit of orphanness inside, you know, each one of us. When Adam and Eve left the garden, they stepped out of the environment of perfect love and they they chose to follow satan in 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 a journey of pride and the journey of independence and the journey that said you know i'll do it my way and so everything became a performance oriented and driven way of life and we read about cain you know genesis chapter 4 that god said to him he would be a restless wanderer on the face of the earth and that's the sad nature of the human heart. A restlessness creeps into us because of our, our orphan ways. And, you know, an orphan struggles to feel loved. An, an orphan very, very often feels unloved. You know, how, if, if you've got a child who's adopted into a family, the adoptive parents, the, uh, the siblings in that family, they will do everything they can to make that adopted child feel welcome and that they belong. And the adopted parents will, will love that child as if it was one of their own. But very often that, that orphan feels unloved. And they feel they have to make a name for themselves. They have to push themselves forward in order to be noticed. They have to 
try and impress other people. You know, they regard love as being conditional. You know, if they do something good, they'll be loved. Um, you know, if they please other people through their actions, they'll be loved. See, love is all about getting their own needs met. And you see that so often in, in children that have been adopted into families. But the reality is there's, there's, there's a little bit of that in all of us. Maybe some days there's a lot of that in, in us. <laughs> and what we discover about our heart is that we're not content. That contentment is, is far away. It's, it's, a, it's a distant feeling. You know, we, we actually feel uncontent rather than content. And, you know, very often because of the orphanness of our heart, we don't see ourselves as sons and daughters. And instead we see ourselves as slaves or, or orphans, servants. And we feel that we don't belong. And Jesus highlights that for us in John chapter 8, verse 35. He says, the slave does not remain in the house forever. The slave has no permanent place in the house, but the son belongs to it forever. The son has a permanent place in the family. You know, and that's who we are. We're sons and daughters, and we have a permanent place in the family. That's the reality. We, we might feel something different, depending on what's going on in our lives, but the, the true reality is that we belong. We have a permanent place in the family. And the encouragement Jesus gave to his disciples, remain in my love. Is what I believe the Father wants to say to each one of us. Remain in my love. Make your home in my love. You know, John, uh, 1 John 3, verse 1. See what great love, see what kind of love the Father has lavished on us that we shall be called children of God. Because that's who we are. That word lavish is a generous word. When I was in doing the Polish webcast, last night i i read that verse out and i have to check whenever i've got an interpreter that the the in poland in, in this case the polish word is is the same um has the same understanding of generosity and lavishness that we understand in english and fortunately i had a really good interpreter and she put the right word on it but you see this is not a trickle or a drip 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 of love but this is a torrent of love being poured into our hearts see what great love the father has lavished on us that we might be called sons of god daughters of god because that's who we are you see our true identity is sons and daughters we belong to the father he he wants us to truly know that our home is in his heart and his home is in our heart. You know, even when we feel hopeless, like um, Jeremiah, when he wrote Lamentations in Jeremiah chapter three, if you read the first part of Jeremiah chapter three, uh, Lamentations chapter three, sorry, Jeremiah feels hopeless. He gets to a place of being desperate and he's actually lost all hope. And then he remembers something. It's like in the midst of his hopelessness, there's a glimmer that goes off in the back of his mind and he remembers something and that gives him his hope back. 
And what he remembers is the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And that draws him back. And it's the same for us. When we feel hopeless, when we feel everything's going against us, when we feel we've lost our purpose in life, there's that little glimmer that goes off and we remember the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. And we can turn and find home again. Find our true place, our true identity as a son and daughter, our true place of belonging with the Father. Verse 21 of Jude says very simply, keep yourselves in the love of God. And so, you know, I'm going to bring Barry back on in, in a minute, but, you know, really my encouragement for us today is that we can live in love. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, whatever's going on in life, and I guess I've experienced a little bit of that today, is we can know we're loved. And our true home is in the center of the father's affection and the love that jesus experienced for all of eternity we too can experience and we can begin to live in that place of belonging and acceptance and rest and peace so that's my tuppence worth and i'm sure barry's got plenty to add for us um so over to you maybe well, I, I don't know if I can top what you shared, mate. It's uh, I I just say yes and amen to everything. I I think I I mean again what you're going through now, uh, just even very freshly today. I I remember when my dad died, and mm -hmm. and he died at 64, and we weren't expecting it, and and I just remember at the funeral. The only thing that made sense to me is First John four sixteen, that said, and mm -hmm. so we know and trust in, rely on the love yeah. that God has for us. God is love, and whoever lives in love lives in God, and God lives in Him. And mm. you know, I think it's at those times when, you know, we, you know, the life maybe just doesn't make sense, and like it, it, it is the, it's not only the fallback position; it's the position. Mm -hmm that the Father wants us to, to continue to to live in that place, to make our home there. And, um, yeah. you know, of course, Jude, you know, that says, keep yourself in the love of God. I can remember reading that the um, the Greek word for keeping there is actually, it's like, it's kind of like how we would keep our eye on a ball if we were going to be mm -hmm. swinging a golf club at a ball or a baseball bat at a ball, like where you're, you, it, it, there's this, being intentional about mm -hmm. remaining to keep ourselves there you know it's and it has nothing yeah. to do with striving it has nothing to do mm. with performance but it's just about being kind of intentional right to be in that yeah. place where we just say father i just choose to live here and you know um you know i know for me like you know sometimes and i and like people say, well, how does that practically work, right? Like you have hard times, you have good days, you have bad days, you're afraid. Uh, maybe people say things that are really painful, that are judging. And, you know, how does that work? And, 
I know for me, it, it it's like I I never tire from hearing the father say how much he loves me, and so yeah. Yeah. Uh, if if I have a, a difficult day or somebody, especially on the internet, if I get something that's not too charitable <laughs> uh, said to me, um, you know, I go to Papa and I just say, Papa, can you tell me who I am again? Would you would you just tell me how mm-hmm. much you love me? And and I really believe it's not like the heavens open up and you know <laughs> a Charlton Heston voice comes from heaven, but but i believe that when we just posture our hearts just to say father i mm-hmm. i just want to nestle up to your bosom right now i just you know you know maybe yeah. even maybe there are times when we don't feel his presence you know and mm-hmm. and just and again i think that's where the dynamic of faith comes as well right this idea that yeah. even when we're not feeling his love his tangible sense he is loving us and so even the declaration yeah. of that saying father i I don't know. I don't feel your love right now. My circumstances aren't really uh, bearing witness mm-hmm. to that. But Father, I know you love me, and that's again being more intentional about that, right? And keeping yeah. in that place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think those words that Jesus, the Father, spoke over Jesus at his baptism. Mm-hmm. You know, you are my son. I love you. I'm proud of you. You know, I I believe we can go to the Father regularly and say, Father, I need to hear those words again. You know, say it again, say it again, say it again. <laughs> I love um, Mark's, I've quoted from Mark's gospel. Uh, you are my son. I love you. I'm proud of you. Mm. Matthew and Luke put it slightly differently. You know, for Matthew and Luke, it's like, the father is declaring to the crowd, hey, hey, guys, listen here, listen up. This is my son. You know, I love him. I'm proud of him. But mm. Mark's much more intimate. The father speaks to Jesus. You are my son. Mm. I love you. Mm. I'm proud of you. And I think this, you know, that's something we can come to the father regularly and say, hey, father, just say it again. Yeah. yeah. And the father just... And just just affirm once more your mm. love for me, because there's no there's no rationing, there's no limit, there's no um, there's no hesitation on the father's yeah. part, you know, because he is loving us with this eternal love. You know, he's loved us from before Genesis. He'll go on loving us for eternity, and yeah. he knew us before. You know, before the creation of the world, he predestined us to receive the full rights of sonship. His love for us is is never in doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's our ability to receive. And there's right. times we can just come and say, Father, here I am. You know, everything's mm-hmm. going against me today, but I just need to know once more mm-hmm. that, you know, just say it again. Yeah. Just pour your love into my heart. Bring, bring you know, just let me know I'm home. Mm. It's like the father's got a great big blanket of love that he just yeah. wants to wrap around us and yeah. embrace us with this blanket of love and say, hey, yeah. it's it's okay. Because, mm. you know, his, he doesn't lift the difficulties off us all the time, but he's always with us right. in the challenges. And, uh, you know, we had Darren on, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago. And 
part of his testimony just before he was in court about to be sentenced. <laughs> he met those two teenagers and he said to those two teenagers, I mean, those, those teenagers, wow, what a lot of courage they had. But Darren said to them, if your God is real, I don't want, you know, if your God's real, he won't give me a prison sentence this afternoon. Well, of course, he got a prison sentence, but it was in prison that he found God. Mm. Um, and, you know, he's in the mid he's with us in the midst of everything. He doesn't like for Darren, he didn't turn those circumstances around yeah. then. You know, Darren's life has been completely changed and turned around since. But yeah. that day it was like, no, there's there's a prison sentence coming, but I'm going to be with you. Mm. And whatever goes on, um, whatever we struggle with, he's with us mm. in the midst of our trials and tribulations. He's, in, he's with us in the midst of our grief. Yeah. And it's in those moments that we really have the deep encounters with his love. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when things are tough, we, we run away, don't we? And I, yeah. I, I often ask people, you know, when the going gets tough, which way are you going to run? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to run away from him? Yeah. Or are you going to run into him? Yeah. And I'm learning to run into him. Mm. It's a safer place. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think, you know, one of the, the things that um, I know when, I, when we're talking about this, I, and again, you've already quoted Romans 5, 5, that, and, you know, hope does not disappoint us because God, because God has poured his love yeah. into our hearts by the Holy Spirit in which he has given us. And when we begin to understand the role of the Holy Spirit, is to mm. bring a revelation of the love of the Father. Yeah. Jesus said in, in John 14 that the Holy Spirit is with you, but in that mm. day he will be in you. Yeah. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Father and the Spirit of the Son lives in each and every one of us. And the Holy yeah. Spirit brings a revelation of love. It, it is the vessel, uh, he is the vessel of love in which the Father just continually, it's like this connection because he's part of the Godhead. So God, yeah. the Father, Son, and, and Holy Spirit live in us. Jesus said, he said, I will come and my Father will come and we will make our home in you. And of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. by the yeah. indwelling Holy Spirit. And so, mm. I, you know, I think one of the things that you know, I know it helps me. So, you know, sometimes you think, well, how does it, this mystical, ethereal kind of concept of the abiding love? Well, God Himself, in the person of the Holy Spirit, has made His home in your life, in your heart, never to leave you, never to forsake you, always there, twenty-four hours a day. And His passion is to bring a revelation mm -hmm. of Jesus, and His passion is to bring yeah. a revelation of the Father. And I, you know, and I think of even, you know, Ephesians 5.18, where Paul says about, uh, he actually talks about being inebriated, right? He, <laughs> in the sense, he says, don't be drunk with wine, which is an excess. Like, mm. you know, and of course, it's just the excess, right? But it is, <laughs> but be, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
And that mm. fill from Greek is not a, just a one-off filling like, you know, I received the Father's love revelation 20 years mm. ago, but it is a continual flowing yes. and filling of the Holy Spirit, which is the revelation of love that comes from the yeah. Father. And just is, you know, that's the promise of the Father that Jesus talked about. Yeah. And, and that we, it is a, a, an experiential reality. And so I don't know if, how, how you think of that, Mark, but for me, I go like, it's, it's like love in, in a sense that is personified. And of course, we see love mm -hmm. personified in Jesus, the incarnate Christ, and when he was on planet Earth. But in the sense that love is personified in each and every one of us, because the Bible says that we are the yeah. temple of the Holy Spirit. We are mm -hmm. the indwelling place. And if we think of, and again, I even think of 1 Corinthians uh, 13 that talks about the, the nature of love and starting verse four to date, mm. you know, love is patient, love is kind, love is, uh, you know, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices when uh, uh, the truth wins out. It's just like love, the nature of love is is God and the nature of God is Father. And, the, and then when we understand mm. that it's the Father's desire to bring that revelation to each and every one of us, every moment of every day. And like you said, it's not about the Father's inability to love us or mm -hmm. withholding his love. It's about our awareness that he's loving yeah. us in this very moment. I remember Jack Winter, yeah. when he would talk about Jeremiah 31, three, where, where God says to Israel, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And you've quoted that already. Jack Winter used to say, that means there's never been a time in all of mm -hmm. eternity when we weren't loved. Yeah. And it's when that eternal reality uh, comes into our humanity today. Mm -hmm. When we we need that love, we need that comfort, we need that encouragement, we yeah. need that protection. I truly believe that the Father wants that for each and every one of us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this is what changes everything. Yeah. You know, in John's first letter, John writes um, about us loving mm. one another. And he refers to that as the, like the completion or the perfection of us being loved. And it's, it, you know, some people often interpret that like, you know, if you really love one another, then that, that means God will love you. Well, it doesn't mean that at all. You know, it means that as we live in love, as we experience the Father loving us, the automatic consequence of that is that we will begin to genuinely love other people. Yeah. It's like that's the, that's the, you know, we are, we need to receive love because we need to receive love. Okay, mm. we don't receive love in order to love other people. Right. We, we, we receive love because we need to be loved and mm. kind of almost like that's full stop, <laughs> you know. But as we are loved, mm. we become more loving. Yeah. And so we love other people. And mm. the people we found it very difficult to love in the past, we begin to love. We have compassion mm. for them. And John writes, that's like the completion. It's like the fruit of being loved. It's like it's the natural consequence that when we are loved, we will automatically love. We will begin to love other people. Mm. 
it's not like oh i must receive love in order that i can love other people it's no it's like it's just the flow of love comes into me changes me transforms me and his love flows to other people yeah and you know jesus says by this shall all men know that you're my disciples when you have love for one another mm. you see the fruit of being loved is we begin to love now of course mm imperfectly in this fallen broken world with people in their mess and all that sort of stuff but you know as our hearts are changed it will have an outward expression mm. towards other people yeah. certainly that's you know that's been the journey and story of my life you know the people i found it difficult to love you know years ago i can now have compassion for because mm. love transforms love changes yeah. us love you know when people see that we live that blessed content life mm. you know when they can see that they might not put words on it but when they see that we're living in the center of the father's affection that we found home mm. you know they might not use those words but something in them says i want that too <laughs> yeah, yeah and i i think about um of course first john four nineteen that says we love because he yeah. first loved us right first and understand us. how love works it mm -hmm. always isn't generated by the heart of God. God the Father, mm -hmm. God the Son, God the Spirit is continually yeah. initiating love to us. And so what are we meant to be but responders, right? And I think yeah. religion in its in its in you know kind of in its motivation is to try to initiate good works. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. somehow appeasing God or trying to get his attention or his approval by good works. But when we understand the simplicity of a Christian life is learning to mm -hmm. live in the flow of love, learning to live in that being a, a receiver of love. And, and interesting, you know, even, you know, when Jesus talked about the great commandment and when uh, the, they asked him about that and he said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind and all your strength. And then the second part was to love your neighbor as yourself. Yourself, yeah. And I think, I think it, it what you're saying, Mark, too, is the fact that when love begins to flow in us, the Father's mm. love, then then all of a sudden that imparted value comes. Yeah. Because the Father says we're loved, and the Father says we're mm. valued, then we are valued. And then when we are begin to believe that is the truth, then then that same value and love that He has for us then we are beginning to see that in other people because, you know, we yeah. are being transformed by love, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I just like, can I just read Ephesians 3.14 to, mm. and then maybe we can pray for folks, Barry? Absolutely. I, I want to read, it's, this is Paul's famous prayer in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 through to 19 but i'm going to read it from the new living translation um it's it's very well known but this kind of just puts a little slightly different uh, emphasis which i like mm. when i think of all this poor praise i fall to my knees and i pray to the father the creator of everything in heaven mm. and on earth I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength 
through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. Mm. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, he says, <laughs> how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. Mm. May you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand. And then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life mm -hmm. and power that comes from God. You know, my prayer for us today is that the roots of our life would go down deep into mm -hmm. his love. I've been doing some gardening lately. I'm not a gardener. I don't enjoy gardening, but I've been doing a bit lately. And we were clearing some beds of some plants and some, some of them, you can just pull out the weeds really easily. They just come out, you know, other than them, the roots have gone so deep, you have to really dig around them, and pull them up. And, you know, I'm not saying we're weeds, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, those plants, because that's yeah. really all they are, those plants, their roots had gone down really deep and that's Paul's prayer mm. is that the roots of our life your life my life would go deep into his love yeah and then we'd be immovable and then we really would be remaining his, in his love <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah I like how uh, I think it's uh, verse 20 that says unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think, you know, hope for or imagine some translations say, yeah, you know, cause it, it's so easy for us to slip into performance and say, well, how do I get this love? Well, it's unto him. Yeah. He's able to, to really yeah. in a sense, blow our mind right beyond our mm -hmm. wildest dreams. And I, I think if we could just transition now just to just a time of just soaking and just asking the Father to come by His Spirit. And uh, yeah, just in this moment, in whether it's in real time, live, or if it's afterwards, I believe that the Father wants to, to impart just that fresh revelation of His abiding presence. We don't have yeah. to coax Him to come. We don't have to try to be lovable enough for Him to notice us. The Father himself loves us, and he is loving us even in this very moment. And whether we're right now on the highest mountaintop or if we're in the darkest, deepest valley, the Father promises to be close. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Father. Wow. He's always pouring his love into our hearts. He's pouring his love into our hearts right now. We may not feel anything, but he's pouring his love. 
into each of our hearts now. That everlasting eternal love. From one end of eternity to the other end of eternity is being poured into your heart right now. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever struggles, whatever challenges, his love, his love is being poured into your heart. He's wrapping that blanket of love around you. Your home is in his love. Mm. That's the true reality. It's not dependent on who you are, where you come from, what you do. It's dependent on his faithfulness and his goodness. So just soak, soak in his love, receive his love. Yeah, just let a wave of love wash over you. Father, we thank you for the simplicity of love. Mm, yeah, we do. Now, the kingdom belongs to little children, and little kids are just love sponges. They don't relate to their parents intellectually or through human reason. They just have open hearts. Yeah. And Father, we just ask, even in this moment, mm. that your love would just come to the little us. Yeah. The hurting us, the broken us, the, the restless us, the tired us, the, the mourning us. Father, would you just come with mm. your love to the little us? Yeah. Not because we'd earned it or deserved it, but just mm. because you are love. And you are loving us in this moment. Yeah. Father, we thank you that even with every breath we take, that we're just breathing in your yeah. love. The simplicity of inhaling your love. Yeah. Just breathing in your goodness and your kindness and your faithfulness and your gentleness and your compassion. Thank you, Father, that you hide these things from mm. the wise and the learned. And it's <laughs> your great delight to reveal them to little children. Yeah. Whoa. Just that love that predates creation, Abba. Mm. And will always be there forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you, Father. Yeah.
Just feel, just to say, let let the Father expand your love tank. <laughs> yes. Like I just get this picture of a water balloon that, you know, you fill it with water and you think it's full and you can't have <laughs> any more, but you keep on putting the hose on the water balloon and it just gets, keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. I believe that Papa wants to do that for each and every one of us. Yeah. Just expand our capacity to receive his eternal affection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no limit. So good, huh? Tastes good, eh? Sometimes there's nothing else to say. Eh? That's right. Yeah, it doesn't get old, as we say. It doesn't get old. Mm. I just remember uh, a story that is from church history, you know, again, it's, it's, it's been passed on from the generations, but it was when the apostle John was in his old age and he, he couldn't walk, 
Mm. So he had his own disciples that were carrying him around and they always wanted to know uh, what, you know, because he was with Jesus and wanted to know what Mm. all of this new revelation. And from what I understand, near the end of his life, all he could say over and over again was, little children love one another. Yeah. And his disciples would get frustrated and say, but master, you, you have to tell us more. What else is there? And, and from from what uh, history says is that they said, that he said that if you just love one another, it's enough. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Wow. <sighs> well. well. On that yeah. note. Well, Mark, we want to know yeah. that we love you. And you're a dear Thank friend, you. and we will be praying for you and your family, praying that you will just experience the tangible sense of the Father caring each one of you in these next few mm. few days and weeks as you just process yeah. this, and your mom, especially losing her big sister. Yeah. And, thank you. Yeah, and thank you, everybody, for joining us. And uh, yeah. we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good week, everyone. Yeah, see ya. Bye-bye.